I'm so glad that you have joined us for this edition of the School of Faith. This is Apostle Paul Young. My goal is to teach believers how to walk by faith, live by faith, fight the good fight of faith, and overcome by faith. This is possible for you, but you have to learn what faith is, how it works, and most important, how you are to apply it in your everyday life. Now let's go into our School of Faith session for today. Well, praise the Lord. We are back for session number two tonight in the School of Faith. Hallelujah. <clears throat> if you're just tuning in, I would suggest you back up, especially on the podcast, and listen to the previous one first. <clears throat> You'll get something good out of this one, but uh, the, the, both of these are connected. So I'm not going to go back and, and go over everything I covered last <clears throat> session. We're going to move right along. Now, we're talking about framing our world by the faith of God. <clears throat> we started off in Hebrews 11.3, where it says God framed the world by faith. By, and that was by the word. The, the worlds were framed with and by faith, using the rhema word of God. That's the same thing we are to do. And we, we looked up and we saw that framing, the word framing means to complete, repair, and adjust. <clears throat> Let's go to Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, and we're going to verse 16. Romans chapter 1. Verse number 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. <clears throat> now, it talks here about the power of God. A lot of people get hung up thinking that something that they have seen they, they saw a manifestation somewhere, and they think that that is the power of God. No, <clears throat> what you saw was a manifestation. The manifestation is not the power. Manifestations are a result of power. Because if there is no power, there's no manifestation. It's kind of like if, if it's dark outside, we go out here, and uh, I turn on my headlights on my truck. <clears throat> now, you have a manifestation of light illuminating the area in front of the truck. And you say, that's power. No, no, that's a result of power. We have a manifestation of light, but the real power, if I haven't started the truck, is in the batteries. My, my truck... Because the diesel has two batteries, two big honking batteries in there. Takes that to start it. <clears throat> but the power in that situation is not the light. The light is a manifestation because of power. Hmm. So the power of God is in his word. This is why I get excited about Revelation words, because in 
every rhema word, in every revelation word, is power. <clears throat> now, we, by walking by faith, based on that word, <clears throat> faith is designed by God to release the power of that word. We are causing the release of God's power. That's good. That's good. <clears throat> you come into your house at night, you turn on the switch, what do you get? Light. Why do you get light? Because there's power connected. A little while back, we had a problem with uh, an ice storm and a lot, of, a lot of power lines down. A lot of people went without lights and power for quite a while. Why? Because you were disconnected from the power source. <clears throat> Around here, it's the dams on the Columbia River. And the water going through the turbines, creating the electricity. But if you get disconnected from the power source, all the things that can make a, create a manifestation using power don't work. Don't work. There's always got to be power. If there's no power, there's no manifestation. <clears throat> See, here's the problem. Because manifestations are exciting, people have had this tendency to run after manifestations. They want a manifestation. And they're going for the wrong thing. No, you need the power. Because if you have the power, the power will produce the manifestation. <laughs> you kind of <clears throat> get in the cart before the horse here. All right. Now, uh, salvation. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Uh, if we don't understand what the power is unto, we're not going to have a demonstration of power. <clears throat> you know, uh, if I take the vacuum cleaner at home and I want to vacuum the floor and I take the, extent, the cord off the vacuum cleaner and I bring in the gallon of gas out of the garage that's for the lawnmower. <laughs> and I stick the plug in from the vacuum cleaner into the gallon of gas. And then I'm confused as to why the vacuum cleaner don't work. <clears throat> After all, it is connected to a source of power. Now... Isn't gasoline a source of power? Sure it is. But gasoline is a source of power unto the lawnmower and unto the car and unto 
the rototiller unto things with a gas engine. The hairdryer will not work off the gallon of gas. <laughs> now, we need to understand what the power of God is unto. It's unto salvation. Well, wait a minute. What's salvation? Now, when I say salvation, most Christians immediately think of getting saved. But let me help you with this. Salvation is much, much bigger than getting saved. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> if you study your Bible, you will find something out. <clears throat> the, the, the word salvation is the Greek word soteria, or another, another variation in sozo, <clears throat> and it means healing, preservation, Wholeness, soundness of mind, prosperity, and peace. Whoa. <clears throat> well, that's a lot bigger than just getting born again. True. Born again is part of it. Born again is the third one. We had, we had healing, protection, wholeness of spirit. There's getting born again. And that is important. But then we had soundness of mind, prosperity, and peace. Whew. See, you won't get any of this without the gospel. So what is the gospel? That's We just read it here. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. What is gospel? Now, here again is another word that we have used in a way that has morphed its meaning into something that was not intended by God. <clears throat> we, we have people say, well, we're going to preach the gospel. Wait, wait, what does the word gospel mean? The word gospel, you can look it up in your concordance, it means good news. Good news. <clears throat> now, what is the phrase good news? I remember my English class, although at the time I hated it. <laughs> I hated any English class. Uh, and I remember when I went to Bible school, after I graduated from high school, <clears throat> I thought, I'm going to Bible school and I'm just going to study the Bible. And when I arrived, we had to go through a registration and get our classes, and one of the classes that was required in that first year of Bible school was English. Oh, I was so disappointed. I'm coming to Bible school, and I have to take a stinking English class. Yikes. Wow. <clears throat> but some of it did soak through. And <clears throat> the word or the words or the phrase, good News in the English language is an adjective. All right. What is an adjective? An adjective is a what they call a describer. It's like if I say, <clears throat> look at the red truck. 
the word red is an adjective. It describes said truck. Look at the white truck. Look at the green truck. Now you're looking at three different trucks <clears throat> based on the adjectives. Adjectives simply give description of something, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> good news is a adjective, not a noun. <clears throat> Most people in the church use the word gospel as a noun, as if it is a thing itself. But if you will study your Bible, you will find out Jesus did not preach the gospel. Oh, I got somebody there. What do you mean he didn't preach the gospel? That's what he did. No, 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 no. You better read your Bible. Go back and read your Bible. <clears throat> Look up wherever it says gospel in the, in the, four, uh, <clears throat> the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. See what, see what it says you will find that Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom. Okay. Yes, yes. Ooh, right. Good news of something, the kingdom. What Jesus was focusing on was the kingdom of God. And he was letting people know that this kingdom is good news. If I ran into the room where you were at and I came in and I said, hey, I've got good news. I got good news. I got really, really good news. And then I ran out the door. <clears throat> I just did not do you a thing. <laughs> I didn't help you a bit <clears throat> because you would be standing there and you would be saying good news about what? You don't know if I'm talking about good news about I just won a vacation you don't know if I got good news about uh, we all get a rebate. You don't know if my good news was about Jesus. You don't know if my good news was about the neighbor. You don't know if my good news was about a healing. You don't know if my good news was about we all get a hundred bucks. You have no clue. <clears throat> because all I gave you was an adjective. That's like if I told you, look at the red. You'd be going, red what? <laughs> now, if, <laughs> if we're standing in front of a bunch of cars and they're all white and there's one red one, you could probably yeah. pretty much figure that's what, the one I was talking about. Yeah. But there's a kid over there riding a red bicycle. Am I talking about the bike or am I talking about the car? Right. If I don't make that clear, you're in trouble. <clears throat> so whenever you see gospel... It simply means good news. So it is telling you that whatever comes next, whatever is the, as we learned in English, the subject of the sentence. The subject of the sentence is a noun, person, place, or thing. So I am not ashamed of the gospel or good news of Christ. <clears throat> now, what is the good news of Christ? <clears throat> what does the word Christ mean? It means the anointed one and his anointing. 
the anointed one and his anointing. Speaking of Jesus. <clears throat> Jesus is the word. So when we talk, whenever you read, it just says Christ, <clears throat> we know it's talking about Jesus, but it helps if you understand that it is talking about the, specifically, the anointed word. <clears throat> See, too often people, when you talk about Jesus, <clears throat> they are seeing, in their mind's eye, they are seeing the guy with a white robe and a sash around the middle, and he's got sandals on, and he's got long hair, brown hair, and he's got a beard, and he's walking along by the Sea of Galilee. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what most people think when you say the name Jesus. <clears throat> but he is called Jesus Christ. Jesus, the anointed one. <clears throat> and to you and to me, he is Jesus, the word, the anointed word. Now, remember last time, last session, we were talking about through, it was through the knowledge of him. And we talked about that that was, <clears throat> the only way you have knowledge is you have to have a, a revelation word. See, and what, what is this word that you're getting? What is the word that you're looking for? You are, any revelation word that God gives you is Jesus, because he is the word. And any revelation, any rhema word that comes from God is an anointed word. What does anointed mean? It means it has power. Hallelujah. See, I have watched people with no anointing pray for the sick and nobody gets healed. <clears throat> By the same token, I have watched people pray for the sick that are anointed and everybody gets healed. Yeah. What was the difference? Oh, <clears throat> big difference. It was the anointing. They were both saying the same words, the same English words. But one person had no anointing and got no results, no manifestation. The other person had the anointing of God. Why? Because the reason they were laying their hands on someone and saying to the sickness to go and healing to come is because they had a revelation word in their hearts. <clears throat> we talked last session about the sword of the spirit. Now, what is that? <clears throat> the sword of the spirit is when you have the word, a revelation word in your heart. <clears throat> See, if you're going to pull a sword out, you have to have had a sword put in. You cannot pull a sword out of an empty scabbard. Got to have one put in. <clears throat> and see, this is what's happening when someone has a rhema word and then they begin to pull it out, <clears throat> such as a, a rhema word on healing. And they begin to rebuke sickness. Now, there's power in what they say. Because they have 
the anointed word within them. And what they are releasing is the anointing of God. <clears throat> I've seen this in another area, in the area of dealing with demon spirits, demonic. <clears throat> A lot of people are afraid of the devil. And I'll tell you why they're afraid. Because <clears throat> they got no power. Once you get power, you're not afraid. <laughs> well, how do you get power? <clears throat> I mean, there have been people that have run all over. They've bought tickets and flown across the country and gone to seminars and meetings and all kinds of things trying to get the power. I could have saved them a lot of money. <clears throat> you don't have to run across the countryside to get power. You just got to get a rhema word. You got to get the rhema, the revelation word, in your heart. Because once you've got that, hallelujah, and now you have the anointed word in you. <clears throat> See, and this is what we're talking about when we read the verse that says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. That is not talking about you being born again. That's talking about you getting the word in you. <clears throat> For I am not ashamed of the good news of the anointed word. For it is the power of God unto salvation, healing, protection, wholeness of spirit, soundness of mind, prosperity, and peace. Hallelujah. <clears throat> See, you won't get any of that without the good news, without the word, the anointed word revealed in your heart. Now, if the anointed word is the power that will carry me into a manifestation of salvation, then I need to find out how to work it. Amen? Amen. We're talking about, we got to find out how to work this thing. Go to verse 17. For therein, we're in Romans chapter 1, verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now, the key word here is revealed. Revealed. <clears throat> what is revealed? Every time you get a rhema word <clears throat> that is a revelation or a revealing of that anointed word, to your spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, 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 this is so good. <clears throat> I mean, this is better than chocolate chip cookies right out of the oven. <laughs> For therein. Now, therein. Therein in what? In the previous verse. What, what we've just been talking about <clears throat> for the last 30 minutes. Okay? Is the righteousness... Of God. Now, righteousness, remember what righteousness is. <clears throat> it is the right living 
or right way. <clears throat> Whenever you see righteousness, the word righteousness simply means doing it right. <clears throat> if you're living righteous, that means you are doing your life according to the word. You're doing it right. <clears throat> the root word of righteousness is right. So you are rightly doing what you're supposed to do according to, according to God. <clears throat> so in the anointed word, which contains the power of God to release all the areas of salvation to everyone <coughs> that believes. Okay? Believes. Remember, the word believe in the New Testament means <clears throat> to believe it, receive it, and act upon it. <clears throat> it does not mean just to believe it only. We have a lot of people today that believe stuff, but they don't act on it. <clears throat> uh, do you believe that you could go on a cruise on one of those ships? <clears throat> and you ask that to, of, of almost anybody, and they would say, yes. <clears throat> then my next question is, have you ever been on a cruise? No. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. See, now here's the problem. Here's the, uh, the conundrum that we have created with misusing words. The person says they believe they could go on a cruise, but yet they have never been on a cruise. <clears throat> well, why don't you go on a cruise? Oh, there's many, many reasons. It's too expensive, don't have time, don't think I like boats. You know, I mean, you come up with a lot of reasons. Yes. <clears throat> uh, but yet they believe. <clears throat> See, and that's the approach a lot of people have when it comes to the provision of God. Oh, okay. <clears throat> they, they say, <clears throat> well, I believe in healing, but they never get healed. Why not? <clears throat> because the way they are using the word believe is not the way that the Bible uses the word believe. <clears throat> so when they read this, <clears throat> that it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, they go, oh, I believe, but I've never seen this. So then they say, well, that doesn't really work. Oh, wait, 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 hold it, hold it, time out, time out. <clears throat> you are reading a word without having understanding of the word. And that will get you in trouble every time. You know, <clears throat> if, uh, if an instruction says, if the building catches on fire, pull this lever. Okay. Okay, pull this lever. But you pull the wrong lever? You're in trouble. <clears throat> if you don't understand what the instruction says, 
but you think you understand it. You ever have somebody give you directions? <laughs> and you followed their directions, but did not get to where you needed to be. <clears throat> you said, <clears throat> come down to the house, the big house on the corner and turn right. And I did exactly what you said. <clears throat> but wait, wait, wait. Your definition of big and their definition of big is two different things. <clears throat> to you, a big house is like, you know, 10,000 square feet. <clears throat> to them, a big house is something bigger than their little chicken coop shack. <clears throat> See, and to them, because they're living in the, you know, they're living in a trailer <clears throat> and somebody's got a three bedroom, two bath house down here on the corner. And to them, that house is huge because they have a whole 700 square feet. You know, and they, they, they walk by that house. They go, that's a big house. That's a big house. <clears throat> then you need a direction. And they said, go, go to the corner where the big house is down this street and turn right. You went on down further <clears throat> into the new development where they're building the custom homes. <clears throat> and then you turn. <clears throat> the problem <clears throat> is different understandings of that word. Big. This is why we got to dig into the word. Yep, yep. And when it says it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. The word believeth, <clears throat> let me help you with this, means someone who is walking by faith. <clears throat> they have received a revelation word. They have believed it. They are acting on it now, presently. <clears throat> they declare, it is mine. That person is going to see the benefits of salvation. Then it says to the Jew first and also to the Greek. In other words, it doesn't make any difference which nationality you are. Jews got first crack at it, but then it got opened up to the rest of us. Praise God for that. <clears throat> then it says, for therein, therein what? There in someone walking by faith <clears throat> based on the anointed word. In that, therein that is the righteousness of God Revealed. <clears throat> See, you're not going to have the righteousness of God revealed unless you have a revealed word. Unless you're walking by faith. Therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. In other words, <clears throat> God's plan is always for you to be walking by and in faith. God's plan is that you never take a vacation from faith. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> See, here's, here's what some people think, which is wrong. 
This is what they think. All right, I'm in a fight of faith. I'm fighting, I'm believing God, and then they finally get an answer. They get a, revel they get a manifestation, and the answer comes through the door, and they go, whoo, that was quite a fight. I need a vacation. <clears throat> so they stop walking by faith because their idea of faith is only for the crisis. And sometimes, sometimes, this is what the Holy Spirit just reminded me of. Sometimes we get an answer and really it wasn't our faith. It was the people that were agreeing with us, praying for us. It was through somebody else's faith. And then once we get an answer, then we want to relax. Whoo! I have seen this. I have seen this so many times. Somebody comes to church, they are in trouble. They are in crisis. They are, <clears throat> the family's falling apart. The finances falling apart. The children are falling apart. Something's, something ain't going good. <clears throat> Their health is falling apart. And so they, they come to church. They come and they start getting the word. And they start acting on the word. Woo! And they can start fighting the fight of faith. Woo, yes. <clears throat> and they start doing it. They start doing it. Woo! And the next thing you know, they start getting answers. They start getting manifestations. Things start coming in. Healing starts to manifest. Start feeling better. Kids doing better. Marriage doing better. Woo, glory to God. <clears throat> and then not only are they doing better, they start doing good. Finances are rolling in now. No, more, no longer wondering if we're going to have enough money to pay the rent or the, the house payment. No, no longer wondering is PGE going to get paid or the gas company going to get paid first. They're able to pay everything and, and buy their groceries, and they got some left over. Woo! Glory to God. This is great. And then you know what I've seen? They start missing church. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what are they doing? They're slacking off yes. because the crisis has been averted. The pressure is off, and they start slacking. And first, they'll start missing Wednesday night yeah, yeah, yeah. once in a while. And then they'll start missing Sunday night. Okay. Pretty quick, we don't see them on Wednesday ever. And then Sunday night start getting spotty. And then it's just Sunday morning. And then pretty soon we don't see them much on Sunday morning. And oh, pretty soon we don't see them at all. Amen. And you know where they're headed for? I can tell you where they're headed for. <clears throat> they are headed straight into another crisis yes. right. of, course. of one kind or another. Yes. Why? <clears throat> I'll tell you why. Because the righteousness of God is not, no longer being revealed in them. Ooh, that's good. Why? Because <clears throat> they're not walking by faith anymore. They think the only time I need to do that is when there's a, a dire need. People, you need to understand something. <clears throat> uh, God's plan is for us to live a life of faith. Faith is not supposed to be an occasional thing. Faith is supposed to be a way of 
of life. Yes. <clears throat> Somebody said, well, how come I got so many battles? And my response is, praise God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Don't you understand? I'm, I, I got all these battles over here. I'm having to fight this. Uh. <laughs> and I'm going, see, they have a wrong perspective. Yes. Because I am excited about the fight of faith. All right. Because what is this fight of faith going to do? It is going to produce manifestations. Wow. <clears throat> and God's plan is for you in your life to go from faith to faith, from glory to glory. One manifestation to another one. One manifestation to another one. After all, the Bible does tell us, put on the whole armor of God. Yes, yes, yes. Doesn't it? Yes. What is armor for? <clears throat> let me let you in on a little clue. It is not for a parade. <laughs> it just, sometimes, sometimes people come and talk to me and I want to laugh. A lot of times I don't because... I don't want them to yeah. get the wrong idea. But they're going, oh man, this fight. <clears throat> and I'm going, suck it up, bucko. Yeah. This is what you were made for. You were not made for vacation. Now, physically, you can take a vacation. Spiritually, you cannot afford a vacation. Right. Right. <clears throat> You need to be fighting the good fight of faith all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm so tired. Well, that's because, number one, you haven't been sleeping. Number two, you haven't been eating. Wow. Yeah. You have not been in the house of God and, and getting the, the word you need. And you have not been living in the rest of God. See, even in the middle of a fight, there is rest. I don't have time to go into it tonight. <laughs> but there is a rest unto the people of God. There's a rest in faith. Now the rest of faith is not that you, are, you do nothing. The rest of faith is that there is power. There is rejuvenation, if I can call it that. Yeah. There is encouragement. There is strength in the middle of the fight. And it's kind of like, kind of like that uh, that one movie, the The Matrix, if you've oh, seen that. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> How he's fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting yeah. until he finally gets the clue of what's going on. Yes. And then the guys that were beating the bejeebers out of him before, he just goes. It's like, huh, 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 this is not even hard, but he still has to fight them, yes. still has to deal with them. Then they shoot the guns at him and he stops the bullets. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you, you can stop all the fiery darts of the enemy with the shield of faith. Yes, you can. <clears throat> all right. Now, <clears throat> so as we read here in verse 17, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. For it is written, the just shall live by faith. So it is the anointed word 
that takes us from faith to faith. Now, <clears throat> there is progression in faith. The plan of God for your life is progress progression for you to move forward. The plan of God for your life is never to stagnate, never to stay at the same spot, never to stay at the same level. Right. <clears throat> the plan, see, sometimes we get lazy. Oh, yeah. We get comfortable at a certain level of faith. Oh, yeah. We fought that battle and won, and fought that battle and won, and fought that battle and won, and we've got established at that level. Okay. But God wants you to go to a higher level. Yes. And sometimes people don't want to fight the fight. See, the level of faith you operated in last year is not good enough for this year. All right. Well, I just don't understand how come things are getting harder. It's because you've been lazy and you haven't been progressing. Okay. I'm smiling. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> okay. Now, the just shall live by faith. And what kind of faith? From faith to faith. Okay. One faith project to another. Okay. One faith project to another. To another. <clears throat> so, your lifestyle will be totally dependent on the level of faith you walk in and utilize. That will be the level of your life. I'll let that sink in. <clears throat> so if I can keep progressing in faith, I can keep progressing in life. <clears throat> God never intended for you to get to one level of life and stay there. True. Amen. Wow. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> If I can keep progressing in faith, I can keep progressing in life. I'll keep progressing in healing. I'll keep progressing in prosperity. I'll keep progressing in ministry. I'll keep progressing in family. And the list goes on and on. It is the faith of God that gets it done. <clears throat> if you don't walk by faith, you're not going to have the benefits of salvation. <clears throat> Let me put it another way. The benefits of salvation are not automatic. Right. Which of you got automatically saved? Nobody. You had to listen. You got a word that came to your heart that God loved you and that Jesus paid the price for your sins. <clears throat> you had to accept it, receive it, believe it, and then you had to act on it and confess Jesus Christ, Lord of your life. It did not happen automatic. Yep. Why in the world would you think any other uh, benefit of salvation would be automatic? It's not. Yep. You've got to go after it by faith, just like you did your, your being born again. Yes. Now, whew. <clears throat> one of our problems is we've gotten used to losing. Yeah. We've settled for less. See, you can do that at your place if you want to, but I'm not going to let you do that here and be comfortable. <clears throat> not here. 
No, there, there's, there's too much that we need to do. There's too many people headed for hell that we need to reach. <clears throat> there's, there's too many people that we need to bring in and teach and train in the word. We need land. We need buildings. We need the hangar. We need airplanes. We need everything to do the work of the ministry. To do what God has called us to do. To build the kingdom of God. And we are not going to do that by sitting back and being comfortable. No. We will not settle for less. Well, it's just a cold. It's just a flu. No. If I don't learn to use my faith to deal with a cold, What am I going to do when the flu shows up? If I don't use my faith to deal with the flu, what am I going to do when cancer shows up? The devil will take you out early if you're lazy. Oh, Oh, yes, he will. Stop laying in bed, hugging up to lack, disease, or anything else that's contrary to the will of God. Faith is supposed to be a lifestyle. Get this through your heads. This is something we are supposed to do every single day. Amen. <clears throat> Faith is not an event. Faith is not a manifestation. It'll produce manifestations. But it is not the manifestation. It's what releases the power of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, <clears throat> I am out of time for this session. Wow, that went fast. Well, I can't do anything about time. It goes as it goes. I'll get in. I'll try to squeeze in as much as I can to teach and train you in the word of Almighty God and show you how you can walk by faith and not by sight. Till next Friday night. This is Apostle Paul Young. Glad you've been with us. Glad you joined us either on, on live stream, <clears throat> whether on the, the podcast or however you've joined us. We're glad you've been here. Keep listening. God's got more. Keep working on it. You're going you're gonna to get skillful if you'll keep working at it. Amen? Yeah. I call you blessed. We'll see you next time right here at the school. We are out of time, but I recommend that you go back and listen to this session over and over until it comes alive on the inside of your heart. Then begin to walk it out in your life. Remember that 1 John 5, 4 tells us that we can have victory over the situations of life, and it's going to be by using our faith. This is Apostle Paul DeYoung saying I'll see you in our next session of the School of Faith.